When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. 7.07 a.m. on this uh, Sunday morning. Great to have you with me in studio today. And also in studio is Kathy Talbot, sales rep with the Dan Jemis team. Good morning, Kath. How are you? Well, good morning, Dan. I've missed a couple Sundays, so it's nice to be back. Have you been sleeping in? Uh, no, I've been oh. too busy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have been sleeping in myself. but <laughs> Well, I might have slept in a little bit, part of it. Uh-huh. But I do want to say good morning to all my clients that have missed me because I've had people say, Kath, where have you been? And that's Nobody's pretty nice. Nobody's missed you, Well, Kath. okay, there was Come only on. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's uh, We've been getting comments. Where's, where's Kath been? There so, you go. Glad to have you back in studio with us today. Uh, lots coming up on the show. Uh, we, are, we have a huge announcement to make. Uh, we've got a new member to the team. Uh, who's in studio with us today. So we're going to talk uh, with this person in just a second. But uh, what else we have coming up on the show? We have uh, some money-saving tips for your next move. We've got uh, the latest real estate um, market update for Windsor-Essex uh, that uh, come out, came out a couple weeks ago. And we've got uh, 12 things your plumber wishes you knew. Can you just imagine? Oh, yeah, I can imagine. 12 things your plumber wish you knew. So we'll get to those. And we also have another giveaway today. Uh, a pair of weekend passes to uh, We Harvest Fest uh, happening uh, September 9, 10, and 11 uh, out Amherstburg Way. So We Harvest Fest is basically um, a big party. It's uh, if you are a wine drinker, a beer drinker, a um, liquor a drinker, food lover. a food lover, this festival's for you. It's kind of a mix between a beer fest and a wine fest and a everything else fest. Uh, it's going to be huge. And it's out uh, at uh, Fort Malden in Amherstburg. So tickets are on sale right now. Uh, WeHarvestFest.com. Uh, we will give away a pair of weekend pass uh, tickets uh, later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but before we get to all of that, we have a new member on the team, Kath. Yes, we do. God help him. God help him, yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, but he's joined us. Sean LeBlanc, good morning, Sean. Good morning. And you're up this morning uh, and at the show with us at 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning. So up, that Up is a loose term. I up is use. a loose term. Well, that's that says a lot. So you joined the team a few weeks ago, a month ago or so. Has it been a month it's already, already Sean? I think it's almost been a month. Almost wow. been a month. A time very... flies when you're having fun, Sean. Time flies when you have no time, but selling real estate. Yes. yes. That, that's how we like it here on the Dan Jonas team. So <laughs> work, work, work. So tell us about yourself. Tell, tell the audience about, uh, about you and what you do and your background and Perfect. why you All came. Right. Well, I'm uh, an 11 year vet of the business, unbelievably. Yes. Um, I worked at uh, Manor Realty for a very long time, my mm-hmm. whole career. I met uh, Dan in the neighborhood. So uh, our kids go to the same school. So we'd see each other at the bus stop and we'd kind of chat loosely about the business, about the kids and about different things. And then I've kind of been a casual observer for a long time about how his, uh, how he conducts his business. And there's a lot of things I really enjoyed, how active he is in the community, advertising, uh, the, the team concept. Um, you know, there were a lot of pluses. So I went into the office and I got on my hands and knees and I said, please, please, please <laughs> take me. And uh, I was lucky enough to uh, to be handpicked out of 
8,000 applicants <laughs> to, uh, to join the team. And it's been a, it's been truly a blessing. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so happy about, uh, how things are going and the, the family concept that's there. And I've just been welcomed yeah. with open arms and I'm just truly blessed to be part of, uh, this whole crazy little family we've got going on there. Well, it's, it's exciting. And he talks about Kath, all the, all the benefits. Obviously he wasn't told of all the non-benefits that, uh, you know, um, let's well, see. You got... It's only been a month and yeah, he's it's... been really busy. So <laughs> he hasn't had a chance to see all our little idiosyncrasies yet. <laughs> we don't want to scare him off just yet. No. There'll, there'll be some stuff. But no, we're, we're excited to have you. It's uh, you fit right in, which is, which is huge for the team. And, um, we're not a hard bunch to fit in with, but no. it, it's it's been good to have uh, somebody come in and just uh, scooch right in and get busy. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun so far. So, um, you know, a bit more about your background. So, you've done a lot of construction work, a lot of renovation work. So, anybody who's working with Sean will have uh, that angle, correct? Yeah. So, um, not just construction. I mean, physically doing the work with my with my bare hands. So, yep. taking a house down to the studs and. Uh, rebuilding it in every facet, whether it's plumbing, electrical, roofing. Uh, I mean, I've done it all. So um, when we go through a house, I mean, there's different facets of the house that I've got an intimate knowledge of. And it's a huge benefit to my clients. Not only have I done it myself, but, uh, you know, my first seven, eight years, I think I went to every single home inspection and literally shadowed the home inspectors in every uh, capacity. So you know, when we go through, it's almost like having an early home inspection done because, you know, I'm able to see a lot of the things that they're going to see and help them uh, to make a better decision. You know, we get, we get, uh, it's surprising how often we hear from the a comment from the <clears throat> inspectors about how they're surprised to see us at the home inspections with our clients. Yeah, they say a lot of realtors don't Just go. Just don't go, which to me... We always shocks go. me. Yeah, you want to be there to support your clients. Yeah. Um. But you're absolutely right, Sean. Just you know, our being there throughout the years with with uh with the inspectors has has taught us all a thing or two, which is huge. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when we're showing clients a house, you know, we want to be able to point out as much beforehand. You know, you don't want to wait till till they start getting to you know further in the point of a transaction, paying for an inspector when we could have caught you know the very basics by ourselves. Um, so that, that's huge when you're picking, uh, picking a realtor, but yeah, it's been fun and we're, we're happy to have you. And again, <clears throat> like the rest of the team, you're serving all of Windsor Essex County, which is, uh, which is huge. And, uh, yeah, so it, we'll be, we'll be seeing lots of Sean in the, in the future and maybe we'll, we'll convince him to come, uh, get up early on Sunday mornings and, and join us every once in a while on the show as well, which is, uh, which is huge. But so besides that, our weeks were okay. Weeks our were weeks, great. Our weeks were great busy as uh you know as all and uh sean was telling us a funny story uh earlier um about back when he, it was a few years back and he was selling a house and go ahead Tony, sean tell us tell the story so it was a, a, a unknown address on the west side we'll say and uh it was an it was a bank repo so i think the house was maybe you know forty thousand. yeah <laughs> and uh i was showing the house to a gentleman who was looking to flip the house and uh we're very close to you know, getting the offer, uh, and we're standing outside, and someone kind of walks up and asks if we'd like to buy some crack. <laughs> Come on! And uh, long story short, uh, killed the deal. No kidding. Yep. Rightfully so. Turns out uh, <laughs> nobody wants a house where they're selling they're crack selling out drugs. Front of it. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Oh. Come on. I've never had anything even close to that happen ever in twenty oh, yeah. years. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's pretty funny. It's a great story to tell, though. It's a great icebreaker. We, we always, yeah, it's, it's, we got so many stories in this business, right? Oh, we, we, lordy. You know, if it's not my, my naked people, it's cats, you know, she got lots of stories too. And <laughs> they always make for good, uh, good radio, uh, radio talk, which is, which is fun. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, we're going to cover, um, what should we do first? Let's do the, um, saving hacks for your next move. The brilliant money saving hacks for your next move. So you want to save some money when you're moving? Uh, let's, let's talk about that. Okay. And we also have coming up on the show, uh, 12 things your plumber wishes you knew. I'm going to guess one of them has to be something to do with hair and a drain. I don't know. Uh, and which is a big problem in my house with Nick. Well, we'll leave that for later. Uh, and then <laughs> the stats, the latest market update, uh, with the Windsor Essex. So things we feel are cooling down a little bit. And we'll tell you why we feel that and, and uh, well, our thoughts on uh, what we're seeing in the business, okay? Right after this, right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor-Essex, Dan Jemis. Okay, welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot and uh, Sean LeBlanc in studio with me today. Now, let's get to brilliant money-saving hacks for your next move. So, it's always fun to move, isn't it? Everyone oh, always loves it. Oh, I dread it. it. <laughs> Gosh. I, like I say, we next, last, our last move, we hired movers, and it was the best money we ever spent. Yes. Okay, let's go to the tips. Uh, smart move, plan early. Many, many movers' uh, rates rise during the peak moving season of spring and summer. Rather than pay a premium to hire a pro or rent a, a truck in those popular months, take this time to comprehensively plan your move. Not only will you skip the stress of a last-minute move, but you'll also be able to stretch your budget by capitalizing on early bird deals, on packing supplies, vehicle rentals, and movers. I think that's early, uh, easier said than done. Much easier said than done. So plan to move in February in a snowstorm. There you go. Nobody else <laughs> nobody else will be half booking that mover. Be way less. Oh yes. boy. You know, Kath, actually it, it while we're on stories, uh, we saw clients yesterday. Yes. Kath, oh, this is funny. Kath takes me to an appointment with her yesterday, uh, to see one of her clients. And what was the story they were telling us about their movers? Yep, they hired a mover to do everything and the mover quoted them a certain amount of money and they got half the stuff unloaded and the mover come up to them and said, uh, we're sorry, but this is going to be more money. And he said, pardon me, like you gave me a quote that this is the quote. That's what I'm paying. And he said, well, you either pay us like now up front more money or we're leaving. And he said, I'm not paying you more. This is what you quoted us. So they took the rest of his stuff out of the truck and dumped it right there in, in the, the entrance of his garage. <laughs> And they drove away. Wow. And, and he, there was he even said he made sure to ask them when they got the quote. He said, fine, we'll do this. But understand that when you get into the house and we start moving stuff, you can't increase the quote on me. He said, no, not a problem. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, hear he, him say that. Yeah, I heard that. that part. Yeah. And then, but anyway, and there was only him and his wife because they didn't ask any family and friends to help because they had the movers. Him and his wife had to <laughs> finish taking things up. everything. Three floors. Three floor house had to take everything into their own house. <laughs> Did we ask him the name of that mover? Because no, we, we should have, because you don't want to yeah. recommend them. No, that's for sure. Ugh. We're going to start a, a shaming segment on our show. 
the, <laughs> shame, the shame of the week. Se- yeah, the shame <laughs> of the week. If somebody has a bad experience with something real estate related, we'll shame them on the show. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Hey, maybe we'll, we'll start the next week. Okay, next tip for the uh, the brilliant money saving tips for your next move: ensure relocation recall. No matter how good your memory may be, you're bound to forget one or two items on your moving to do list. Unless you put them on paper, prepare a checklist of essential tasks and post it on a bulletin board in a planner or a trusty phone or a tablet. Everybody should have a list, a checklist. Get a break for giving. Donating, Mona would love this. Donating unwanted items to charity isn't simply a great way to declutter while giving back to the community. If you donate to a qualified charitable organization, your generosity may also be rewarded with a handsome tax break. Oh. If possible, right? Or have a huge yard sale, charity yard sale, like we have in the past. Uh, pack it up for free. While you can't avoid packing for a move, you can't avoid having to shell out cash or boxes. There are a number of local venues, from office supply stores to home improvement centers, where you can acquire cardboard boxes for free, or grocery stores. If you uh, if that fails, consider checking websites like uh, like Kijiji uh, to see if other users have posted listings for free moving boxes. Oh. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. People often... Uh, Recycle them, to, like recycle them to other, you know, people down the street or whatever. If you have boxes, uh, think outside the box. When the moving boxes fill up, think outside the box by repurposing existing containers for overflow storage, like your toilet bowl or something. I guess if you, I'm kidding. That was a bad one. Okay, wire or wicker baskets can be filled with small, lightweight housewares and then stacked for easy transport to your new digs. That makes sense. Yes. Right. So instead of boxes, use stuff that. Is taking up a lot of room that are shaped like boxes. Wow, well, you! I think you use those anyway. There's never enough. There's never enough room for that. You should have written this list, Kath. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Kathy hacks. Kathy hacks. Okay, next. Prevent leaks. After hopping uh, a ride in a moving truck, toiletries and other liquids can leave behind a sticky mess in a box, and on everything else in it. Before packing, leak-prone liquids. Remove the cap. Then cover the open uh, top with cling film and replace the cap to seal the deal on a hassle and mess-free home. Hmm. That sounds like a lot of work to me. <laughs> I'd rather just put I, it in a I'm Ziploc. I'm hiring a mover. Yeah, Ziploc. <laughs> use Ziploc. Okay. What are we at? These are, these are the uh, brilliant money-saving tips for your next move. A fit to be tied. Winding and storing your collection of cords before you move is a no-brainer. That goes a long way toward preventing damage to cables and wires. The trouble is many cords look nearly identical, which is totally true, which makes it difficult to match them up quickly to the right electronic device once you've unpacked. You know, I think, I think the same thing could be said with remotes to like yes. your, all your electronics. Uh, try this no-tangle trick to prevent cord chaos. On packing day, wrap and tie together cords for similar devices, then label them to ensure <laughs> that they'll be an easy uh, to identify as, as they are to plug in. A lot of work still, but you know, things worse than remotes. You yes. know, what goes back to our charity yard sale. People would drop off like yes. uh, DVD players, TVs. Next thing you know, when we try to keep them all separate, but next thing you know, we have a box full of remotes and we can't figure out what goes to what. So it takes us three hours to you know turn everything on and start using the remotes. <laughs> Ugh. Roll a DIY bookmobile. Enlightening as your personal library is, come moving day, those beloved books will be a heavy burden to lug out of the house. Take books, binders, and other hefty belongings for a lift in the wheeled suitcases to give your back a break while you transport your old favorites to the new space. That's so use your a good idea. Yeah. 
It's huh. a great idea. Or invest in a dolly. Or invest in a dolly. Or hire a mover. Or hire a mover. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your must-haves handy. Hack a backpack by filling it with all the toiletries, electronic essentials, and creature comforts you'll need to enjoy a restful first night in your new home. Keep the bag separate from other boxes and suitcases in transit so these must-have belongings will be close at hand, even if other items are delayed or lost. Now, that takes me to this, you know, Kath knows where I'm going with this. How often have we had clients moving from out of town where the truck was supposed to arrive, you know, usually it's long distances, was supposed to arrive on such and such a day, and they're delayed by like a day or two or three because of storms or whatever. That would not be fun. Who has not lost something when they've moved? Is there a single person out there who hasn't lost something? And how can that happen? Children. You go from point A to point B, one truck, you (laughs) packed everything, but you cannot for the life of you find a certain thing. Where's Rover? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The things you want to lose, they stand right out there in front of you. But the rest of the spouse, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Oh, boy. What's next uh, in the list of brilliant uh, tips? Are these really brilliant? I wouldn't say they're brilliant, but they're no. tips for, you know, to keep your move organized. Um, label wisely. Certainly use a labeling scheme when packing boxes, but don't label the tops of the boxes. If you do, you'll be stuck with a cardboard conundrum <laughs> yes. once the boxes are stacked. Yes. <laughs> sort by color. This is one for you, Kath. Forgo the classic system of packing similar items together in favor of the time-saving technique. Pack boxes not by item type, but by room. Then stick color-coded labels to the sides of the boxes. I like that. Yeah. With the aid of it, or just how about you just write kitchen? Well, I had a, a client one time. She had maybe 50 shoe boxes. Shoe boxes? And she took a picture of each shoe and put Come it on the front of the box. On. Come on. So she knew, and they were all stacked. Well, like so, so she, she kept them in the box in her closet? So kept them in the box, okay. in the that closet, sense. but then had a picture of each shoe on each individual box. That's kind of smart. So, yeah, I thought it was great. So they were all stacked, perfect, detailed, huh. and then she knew exactly which which shoe was in which one. So I took a couple and I mixed them up and just for a <laughs> Of course you would. Yeah, take them all and mix them up. I had to have some fun with them. Oh, we talked we talked to a client. Yes, this is totally off topic. Well, that is we fine. talked to a it's client show, yesterday whatever. and they went through an open house and his wife loved the house. And he said, what do you love about this house? And she said, I love the colors. Look at the colors in this house. It's fabulous. <laughs> so while everybody else was walking through the house, he snuck off into the utility room. He took a picture of the paint can <laughs> that yes. was in the utility room. He went out and he bought her that paint. They had their house painted that color. And she was like, Oh my God! This is this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. How'd you get so close to that color? I thought that was pretty ingenious. Yeah. Taking a picture it's, it's of the an episode of Love It or List It. Yeah, see. <laughs> oh boy! I would not have thought of doing that. I told him it's better than sneaking off into the corner trying to chip off yeah, a steal, piece, steal a, a piece of, of the paint. Oh, oh for boy. a sample. Here's another, here's another brilliant uh, thing for your move. Keep records of expenses. The process of moving is fraught with expenses, from movers' fees to storage rental costs. Astute movers may find, however, that many of these costs can be offset through tax deductions. I don't know if they can be here in Ontario. I haven't, we, should, we should learn if they can. Uh, if you consistent, uh, um, consciously document moving expenses as you incur them, you can uh, acutely uh, and confidently deduct eligible expenses. I don't think that's, you that's can. That's a question for, I don't know, we'll have to find out. Hmm. Okay. 
That'll be on consult your task your, this Consult week. your accountants. Um, Let's give the least. new guy that task. Yes. <laughs> Find that out, Good would job, you please, Sean? Sean? Next week's yeah, show. I'll uh, talk to my accountant, Google, right now. For the meeting Wednesday morning, you have to have yes. that answer. Done. Okay. Done. Last but not least, it's a wrap. Our foam peanuts and bubble wraps, your go-to packing pals, plastic grocery bags, newspaper, or bath towels can be more affordable but equally effective alternatives. Simply wrap fragile items in these humble materials to safeguard them from scratches. Look at that. Cracks or breakages. Yep. There you go. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about 12 things your plumber wished you knew. We also have a pair of tickets uh, for Harvest Fest. We Harvest Fest that we're going to give away. Uh, weekend passes. And we're going to get to the uh, latest uh, market stats for Windsor Essex and real estate. Uh, and there's some changes that we, we are feeling on the, on the team. We're going to show this with you too. Okay. Lots more to come right here on the Dan Gemma's Real Estate Show. Is it time to buy that income property? Or maybe even that cottage? The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. In studio with me today uh, is Kathy Talbot and Sean LeBlanc, two sales reps with the Dan Jemis team. And it's Sean's first time on the show, so welcome, Sean. Thank you. Uh, and uh, how's it going so far? You, you, you're you not too nervous. You're pretty relaxed and it's... Uh, no, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. You are. I don't get stressed unless my wife's yelling at me. Yeah. Like all men. <laughs> now, how often does that happen? I was just going to ask yeah. that question. <laughs> Often, <laughs> yeah. Say this is like my household. Oh boy, uh, I'm kidding. Nick yes, you are kidding. Nick, Nick loves me. She spoils me. Yes, that's w- where true. Where would we be without our wives, eh, Sean? It would be. We'd be. Uh, no, I'd, I'd be in a little trouble. I, I'm not going to say anything. Yes, exactly. She's listening this morning. He can't. He can't really admit. I'd be unhappy. Unhappy. And yes. Miserable. <laughs> I saw a sign at a house the other day, and it said, "I'm very happy, according to my wife." Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Isn't that great? Okay, 12 things your plumber wishes you knew. I can't even think of three. Any guesses, Sean? Sean's the handy guy on the team. So what what, what would your guesses be before I get into these? Uh, Just from a guy who has a a house with a wife, I'm going to say tampons being flushed down the toilet are a huge uh, problem. People still actually do that? Everybody knows not to do that. Most of the problems are in older houses. Yeah, because the, the, uh, the yeah. drains aren't quite as smooth. So yeah. I know uh, rental properties in the past with all girls. Oh. I mean, you get multiple things yeah. going down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kids, you oh, cannot, uh, yeah, you cannot flush, flush toys, toys down the toilet. That's, yeah. a, that's a big no-no. Yeah. Uh, so I would say drains are some of the biggest things that yeah. I run into. Okay, let's get into this. So 12 things your plumber wishes you knew. Number one, stop pouring grease down the sink. Yes. If you dump bacon grease, frying oil, or any uh, fatty substances down the kitchen sink, prepare to pay a professional to unclog your drain pipes. Grease uh, coagulates as it cools, and it uh, and once uh, in your pipes, that solidified fat results in a heavy clogs that can back up your house's plumbing. Instead of sending fat drippings down the drain, be smart. Set the grease aside to cool, then scrape it in a non-recyclable container and put it in the garbage. Where it belongs. Yep. I grew up on septic. We knew not to put anything like yes. that in the drain. Yeah. It would not be good. Uh, next, avoid caustic cleaners if you have old pipes. It may be the first thing you grab when the sink or tub drains slowly, but over time, caustic oxidizing chemicals found in conventional drain cleaners 
can take a toll on old drain pipes, resulting in corrosion and leaks. Next time you experience a nasty clog, use a natural drain cleaner that eats away clogs through um, enzymatic action. It doesn't work as quickly as caustic chemicals, but it's gentler and safer for your pipes and the environment. You know what, uh, even besides that, what a lot of people don't realize is a plunger. So whether well, guess, it's a, yeah. a sink like or sink? a bathtub, you just plug one side. Or if it's a bathtub, you plug the overflow with uh, like duct tape or some kind of tape and plunge it. Huh. And I'd say nine times out of 10, it'll clear the drain. Or just call Sean. He'll come do it for you. Apparently. Yeah, I have one uh, in my back pocket at all times. Yeah, see? <laughs> That's actually kind of smart. I wouldn't have thought of that. See? Sean should have been on that list. Huh. Next. <laughs> Throw the list right now, Dan. Sean's trying to show off on his first, on his first <laughs> yeah. time of the show here. That's good. Uh, leave faucets dripping to prevent frozen pipes. If you've had problems with frozen pipes in the past, chances are that they'll freeze again once the weather turns cold. When that happens, you'll be left without water and find yourself exposed to the increased... Um, uh, to the increased... That doesn't make it the way it's written. To the increased threat of bursted pipes. To safeguard against freezing, especially when temperatures plunge overnight, open the tap ever so lightly to establish a steady drip. This one, a quick fix is usually all it takes to save you from this winter disaster. Has anyone had uh, frozen pipes before? Oh my God. Well, what was it? Was it two years ago where we had the big... Yes, uh, the massive... Yeah. And I mean, I I know a lot of uh, clients I had with rentals, they had a lot of big problems. Tons of That'd be fun. With crawl spaces and don't even get my husband on the show. Oh my god, we've had frozen pipes in our old farmhouses so many times. Oh, mm. not fun. Uh, next of the 12 things your plumber wishes you knew don't cram stuff under the sink. <laughs> Drain traps, those curved pipes under the sink prevent sewer gases from entering your home while allowing wastewater to pass. They also catch items that may fall into the sink, like jewelry uh, or other debris. Traps connect to surrounding pipes with screw-on joints, making them easy to remove when cleaning a clogged drain. When these joints come loose, though, it leaks. Uh, it leads to under-the-sink leaks. We've been there in our master bedroom. Uh-oh. We had to replace the whole cabinet. Uh, prevent trap leaks by keeping the area under the sink clutter-free. That means p- pulling trash cans, uh, cleaners, or fire extinguishers away from trap from the trap so that your household essentials don't bump into the pipes. Next, don't treat your garbage disposal like your trash can. Anyone, anybody have tra- garbage disposal? Uh, oh, trash you're talking disposal. about a uh, carburetor? Yep. No, we can't have it on septic. So I've never had one. Garbage disposals, top list of plumbers, least like appliances because most homeowners don't know how to use them correctly, which I could definitely understand. Despite their name, garbage disposals aren't a second trash can. They can't handle large amounts of food waste nor can they process fibrous foods like celery and potato peels, which can likely clog the disposal. Save your sink by tossing food scraps in the compost, uh, compost pile. And when you do run uh, the disposal, rinse the, the ground food down the drain with lots of water. Comments? Don't get a garbage disposal. Yeah, my, that's, my, that's my comment too. You shouldn't have a garbage disposal. Easy. Know when to say no is your next thing that plumbers wishes you knew wish wished you knew you might be great at replacing <laughs> commode tank flappers but if you have a major pl- uh, plumbing project it's a good idea to call a plumber from the get-go if you don't know your own limitations 
you could end up paying more for a pro to fix your amateur mistakes. Listen, I know personally when to say no, and it's when it's anything handy. So call a pro. <laughs> Business is my thing. Renovations is not. It's Sean's. Okay. Next. Shut off your water valve before going on vacation. This is a big one. This is a big one. There's nothing like coming home from a two-week vacation only to find your house has flooded. Avoid disaster by turning off your main water valve before you go. Also, open up a couple of sink or tub faucets to bleed the water pressure off the lines. It may seem like a lot of work, but remember that it's a lot simpler to switch the water off and on rather than risk major cleanup and expenses in the event of a leak. I actually have clients that came back from vacation and had three feet of water in their basement. Oh my God. Disaster. Can you imagine? Well, I talked to uh, a company and they said the most common thing were the braided lines that go to the faucets under the sinks. Yeah. They will, they're the number one things that explode. Really? And, and cause disaster problems. Huh. So they have a shelf life, I guess, how long they'll last. So, I mean, it's something that could easily happen when you're away. So that's a good idea. Next, tell me your thoughts on this, Sean. I don't think, uh, flush your water heater every year. If you're knowledgeable to do yourself or flush your hot water heater tank annually to remove lime and deposits, would that be something? Never heard, heard of, heard of that. I don't think anybody does that with a regular hot water tank, but you should do it with a hot water on demand tank. Or if, oh uh, yeah, cause you've had problems. Like if yours. your hot water tank is owned, I would say it's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, if it's a rental, I've I mean, never if heard anything of happens, you're covered regardless. If you're a plumber, call us. 792-CKLW. Uh, don't ignore water around the base of the toilet. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be a lot. Just a tiny puddle or constant wetness on the floor. If you have a, you know, some toddlers in the house, some young kids like me and Shad do, uh, on the floor around a commode could signal failure of the wax ring seal. Though it might not look like a problematic... Uh, issue on the surface, leaking water can damage the subflooring beneath uh, bathroom tile, leading to rot, mold, and expensive repairs. Save yourself out of trouble by replacing the wax ring seal sooner rather than later. Makes sense. Water's it's a bad. Relatively cheap fix. Yeah. Next, learn how to check for leaks. If your monthly water bill is higher than normal, but your water usage has remained steady, you could have a leak. To find out, turn off all faucets and any appliances that use water, like your dishwasher, then go to your water meter and watch it. If the meter is moving, there's water flowing somewhere in your house. Translation, you've got a leak. This is one problem that need that needs fast tension. Shut off the water and call your plumber. It's usually a toilet. Nine times out of ten, it's a toilet. It's a yeah. toilet, and a lot of people don't realize it's just, just yeah, dripping just a running little bit. Just a little bit. But if your toilet's leaking, I can't imagine you're going to notice well, your, your water meter ticking. Your toilet's running. It's so running? The, okay. So you're, yeah. it's usually a flapper? Yes. yes. So you'll, you'll, you'll hear it too. Though. It's constantly filling, 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 filling. And it yes. can cost hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Unless you live with a very hard of hearing person and huh. they and they don't, What's think, that? they don't think the toilet <laughs> is leaking. You have to tell them three or four times, I think the toilet's leaking. No, it's not. Gary, the toilet is okay. leaking. Is he listening this morning? Gary, the toilet is leaking. No. Okay. Steer clear of septic lines. Out of sight shouldn't mean out of mind when it comes to plumbing pipes. If you're on a septic system, which many folks in Windsor Essex are, uh, lateral septic lines are buried under a portion of your property. Because they're hidden, they're easy to forget. But if you drive a heavy uh, vehicle over the lines, they could collapse and cost you thousands 
of dollars to repair, right? Next uh, and last, actually, don't throw your trash in the toilet. You've probably heard, and Sean guessed this one, you've probably heard it all before, but it's true. Don't dump anything in the toilet that doesn't belong. Avoid flushing feminine hygiene products, co uh, cotton swabs, uh, paper towels, makeup removal wipes, or flushable um, cat litter clumps. These products aren't designed to break down in liquid, so flushing them can increase your risk of clogging the pipes. Use your commode only for an intended purpose. Your commode. Use your commode only for this intended purpose to prevent trouble. Um, uh, kids' wipes, baby wipes are another big thing that you should well, be flushing. Well, I've had plumbers say even the uh, flushable wipes. Well, exactly. They, they yeah. are not no, you should flushable not flush. wipes. Yep. They love them. Yep. That it keeps them uh, in tremendous amounts of business because they will they'll block it. Have you ever toured... Um, a treatment plant? No. It's pretty interesting, the this, this stuff you see them pull out of there. No, thank you. Nope, I'll pass. It's smelly, but it's very interesting. Okay, there you go. There's your 12 tips that plumbers wish you knew. Sean gets a couple of them. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the latest stats for Windsor-Essex in the real estate market, okay? So it's very interesting stuff. We'll tell you our thoughts on them, and we're also going to give away a, a pair of weekend passes. Uh, to We Harvest Fest. Okay, we'll tell you about that coming up too. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Gemmas Real Estate Show. You're in the right place for the best real estate advice in Windsor-Essex. It's the Dan Gemmas Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Gemmas Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show, Kathy Talbot and uh, Sean LeBlanc in studio uh, with me today. Kath uh, and Sean, you guys have some listings you want to talk about. Kath, go ahead. We do. I just listed a 1.7 acre property with a $100,000 workshop on it and a totally renovated house um, on Walker Road out near Harrow. So give me a shout about that. It's, it's really awesome. And I listed a semi in Kingsville, really pretty semi. Uh, both floors are done on Dieppe. So that's a really nice little place. And I have a four level in Amherstburg on Ventnor, a nice big yard, detached garage, all four levels finished. So that's just three, uh, three new ones right there. I have a whole bunch more, but go ahead, Sean. Sean's up. All right. Uh, the the big one, uh, we've got an open house there today, 2329 Marantet. Yes. Uh, it's a, it's a bigger than it looks from the outside house, four bedrooms, uh, two and a half bathrooms. This house has been literally done top to bottom. So wow. freshly painted, all the trim, the basement's just been brand new, brand new finished. Wow. It's got a big storage shed out the back, mm -hmm. but that's open two to four today. So okay. please stop by. Yes. We also have 425 Gibb in Amherstburg. It's a large raised ranch. So... Um, if someone's looking for something to come right in, everything's done. Basement's finished, fireplace, two bathrooms, three bedrooms, and it's got a little kitchen down in the basement too. Cool. 19 Main Street in uh, Kingsville. Mm -hmm. It's a bar. Yes. It's the bridge house. Mm. So I know uh, Windsor's got one or two bars, I think. Does it? Well, maybe more. Maybe a couple. Maybe more. Yeah. So if somebody is looking to uh, to do kind of an owner-operated bar type scene, this one works perfect because it has a three-bedroom uh, unit right above it. And huh. it's huge. And it's well, all cool. been renovated. Yeah. So everything's ready to go. Turnkey. It's perfect. Fantastic. Maybe that. Maybe we should open the Dan Gemmis team out bar, to Kingsville. Team bar. Team Kingsville. bar. Hey. We could have our offices upstairs and we could entertain our clients on the main floor. I like it. Huh. I know I'm much uh, more inclined to say yes after a couple of drinks. See? 
<laughs> oh boy. Okay, so lots coming up there. Lots, uh, lots on the go, which is which is great. Uh, what I also have here with me, uh, and we've had a couple of um, uh, full hour guests on on the show the last couple weeks, so we haven't gotten to the stats uh, for the um, for the month of July yet. But uh, here's what we're seeing. Okay. The market activity, so the amount of listings hitting the market is pretty much um, where it was a year ago. Uh, it's down 2.79% for the month of July. So that not, not much movement there, which is, uh, which is expected. One number that I was surprised to see, it's been a long time, was that sales were actually pretty much on par with July of last year. So we saw an extra, uh, I believe it was five, list, uh, five sales in July of this year versus last year. So sales have pretty much plateaued uh, and stuck to where they were last year. That's surprising. Uh, is that surprising? Yeah. Uh, and we'll get we'll get back to our thoughts on that in just a second. Um, year to date, though, sales are still up uh, just shy of 15%. So um, again, our numbers are still, are still up. Average price uh, in July of uh, this year or of last year was $206,000. July of this year, just shy of $234,000. That, big, I believe. That's a big jump. Um, what else is uh, is fascinating? Um, let me a sec here. So the higher priced range homes, again, uh, are quite higher uh, in, in this July. Uh, for example, over $500,000, over half a million dollars. We saw 24 sales last month versus 14 in July of 2015. So, um, but, you know, we've been talking on our team uh, this this past week about how we feel that the market has kind of taken a little bit of a step back this month, have we not? Yeah, I've noticed just a little bit of a dip myself. Not quite as many multiple offers. Yep. Uh, not quite as high over asking yep. uh, that's going on. So I've noticed a little bit of a shift there. Interesting. Because we got to the point where we were every every single listing we were we were seeing, we were it was it was multiple offers with you know, tons of people. So I definitely agree with you looking at the stats and the sales every day, uh, not as many in multiple offers, not as much going as far, you know, far, uh, far over asking as, uh, as prior. Right. Yeah. You're, you're feeling it too, Sean? Um, I think it's area specific. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we have our listing in uh, Riverside. We yep. have at least, uh, you know, six offers going in today. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Riverside, I still think is very hot. So yeah. I think the the pockets have shrunk a little bit. Yep. And as opposed to, you know, across the entire community. Board. Yeah. Uh, I think what we're seeing is there's still some some red hot spots. Yep. And uh, but you know some other other parts I think we're cooling down definitely. It'll be interesting to see the stats uh, for this month when they come out in September. So we'll be we'll be following that. Pretty closely. Uh, okay, so while we have another couple minutes, let's do our um, We Harvest Fest uh, giveaway. So, uh, We Harvest Fest coming up uh, September 9, 10, and 11 uh, out in Amherstburg. So, if you've ever been to a beer fest or a wine fest uh, or you know any kind of food festival, this is the be all and end all of festivals for beer and wine and liquor and uh, and food. It's going to be awesome. So out Amherstburg Way at Fort Malden, um, it's pretty much the same footprint as the Wine Fest has taken in the last few years. Um, and so uh, We Harvest Fest is happening again September 9, 10, and 11. Tickets are on sale uh, at weharvestfest.com. Uh, you can buy them at any WFCU branch uh, in Windsor-Essex. 
uh, and at the Gordon House in Amherstburg. So make sure you stop by. Uh, the tickets are moving very uh, briskly. Um, and so we have a pair of tickets, a pair of weekend passes to give away on the show today. Uh, and if you are caller number eight, those weekend passes are yours, okay? So caller number eight at 519-792-CKLW. That's 519-792-2559. And those weekend passes are yours, okay? So it'll be lots of fun. I know I'll be out there. A lot of the team will be out there uh, having a good time. So we'll see you out there at We Harvest Fest uh, out in Amherstburg, September 9, 10, and 11, okay? Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show uh, and uh, tell you how to reach us if you are thinking of buying or selling. Uh, okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. For more details on today's guests and show topics, or to listen to past shows, visit the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team website at danjemis.com. Okay, thanks for tuning in today. We have a winner, 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 chicken dinner, Dan Monk <laughs> from Amherstburg. Congrats, Dan. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you uh, over at We Harvest Fest in September. That'll be a good time. Does, so he just comes to the office? No, he comes to, here to the to the, uh, to the station. Oh, he comes uh, to actually, the station? Actually, you know what? Well, we'll talk to Dan. Well, we'll talk to Dan. So. We'll, we'll give him a shout. He can come to the office if uh, he wants to pick up those tickets too, okay? Uh, if you are thinking of buying or selling, give our team a call. The Dan Gemma's team would love to help. You can find us Online, what's our website, Kath? www.danjemis.com. www.danjemis.com. You can give us a call seven days a week, 519-566-5565. Again, 519-566-5565. And uh, we'll, we'll send someone out there to uh, do a home market evaluation. Absolutely right? free. No we have a lot obligation. of fun. Yeah. No obligations. Oh, yeah, we'll have fun. Sean will fix your plumbing issues or well, whatever. He's whatever he's I'll bring my do. plunger. His plunger. <laughs> He'll plunge your sink or your or your bathtub if uh, if you got some plumbing issues there. Yeah, but works. Uh, yeah, again, welcome uh, to the team, Sean. We're happy to have you. And uh, yes, if you uh, if you're thinking of buying or selling, you might run into Sean LeBlanc as well. So absolutely. Uh, again, welcome to the team. We're we're excited. We're excited for you. And, absolutely. Uh, he's fit it's right great. in, which has been uh, which has been a, a challenge fun. on our team. We're we're all so much fun and. We like to laugh a lot and, you know, but not a hard bunch to get along with. But yes, we're happy to have you on. Okay, everybody. So we'll see you next week. We're going to give away some more uh, We Harvest Fest uh, tickets uh, next week. And uh, I forget, I'm not sure what we have on the, on the docket for next week, but whatever. It'll be something fun. Okay. Good. Everybody's good. We're all good. We're all good. Great. All right, everybody, we'll see you next Sunday. Uh, and thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.